Good afternoon, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Wednesday, December 2nd. I hope wherever you are, you are experiencing God's goodness in your life. You are using this Advent as a moment of preparation uh, for the coming. Uh, and uh, I am coming to you very late today, but um, yeah, that's kind of the week it's been this week. And so I hope to get back in my normal morning routine soon, but uh, don't wait by your uh, podcast delivery service. Uh, it's kind of comes when it comes. So anyway, today our gospel is Matthew chapter 15, verses 29 to 37. Pretty famous stuff. Uh, Matthew 15, 29 to 37. Let's open God's word because it's good today. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. At that time, Jesus walked by the Sea of Galilee, went up on the mountain and sat down there. Great crowds came to him, having with them the lame, the blind, the deformed, the mute, and many others. They placed them at his feet, and he cured them. The crowds were amazed when they saw the mute speaking, the deformed made whole, the lame walking, and the blind able to see, and they glorified the God of Israel. Jesus summoned his disciples and said, My heart is moved with pity for the crowd, for they have been with me now for three days and have nothing to eat. I do not want to send them away hungry, for fear they may collapse on the way. The disciples said to him, Where could we ever get enough bread in this deserted place to satisfy such a crowd? Jesus said to them, How many loaves do you have? Seven, they replied, and a few fish. He ordered the crowd to sit down on the ground. Then he took the seven loaves and the fish, gave thanks, broke the loaves, and gave them to the disciples, who in turn gave them to the crowds. They all ate and were satisfied. They picked up the fragments left over, seven baskets full. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. They picked up the baskets left over, seven baskets full. Isn't that wonderful? Again, remember, there's nothing that is just, you know, thrown in there and, oh, yeah, just... Happen to have seven baskets full, you know. No, there's meaning in that. What, what does that mean? If you read one of the others, now this is the only miracle, you know this, that is in all four of the Gospels, uh, the feeding of the 5,000, even though that number isn't given to us here in, uh, in this specific version. Uh, there's also a feeding of the 4,000, but, but the feeding of the masses. And, and in, in other ones, there are 12 left over, again, signifying the disciples who gave, you know, they each continue to have a basket in which they feed. And, and that's up to the apostles then who feed and, and us, we as disciples, you and I, that we have a basket and we feed. That whole idea, well, seven is they were all left over and yet there was abundance left over seven, that complete number. Remember seven being the, the days of the week. And that was, was when it was, was good. Jesus, or Jesus, excuse me, God, the father had created in six days, but rested on the seventh and looked at all of creation and found it very good. And that was the, the completeness, that idea that that there is enough, it is abundance, it is full, it is complete. Um, and that this feeding uh, is, is, we're not going to run out. 
Our God is a God of abundance, brothers and sisters. I just had a funeral earlier today. And they picked that John 14 uh, scripture passage, which is marvelous, one through six. But it's the one where, where Jesus says to his disciples, it's, you know, the night before he's going to die. And he says to them, don't let your hearts be troubled. In my father's house, there are many dwelling places, many dwelling places. If there were not, would I have told you that I'm going to prepare a place for you? And if I do, I'm going to come back and take you to myself so that where I am, you also may be. That whole idea, brothers and sisters, God is a God of abundance. There are many dwelling places. There's not going to be a no vacancy sign in the kingdom. God is a God of abundance. And, and he takes what we give him, seven loaves. You know, we had the Feast of St. Andrew on Monday. And, um, and uh, man, Andrew is that connector. He's the one who, in, in a different gospel version, let's say Luke, I'm not sure, uh, but I think so. I think that's correct. Uh, he is the one who comes forward and connects the boy uh, and, and his what he has to Jesus so he can multiply. We don't get Andrew in this one. Um, but it's just that he comes forward and said, there's seven loaves and a few fish. That's enough. That's enough. God takes what meager we have and can make it more. You know, uh, Mother Teresa, I mentioned her yesterday on that train ride. Um, uh and again, I, I, in India, I don't remember where she was going to and where from. Uh, and, she, and she met and encountered God. And, and what she did after that was, of course, said yes to that vision, said yes to that, uh, that interaction, that uh, occurrence, that meeting, that, that yes. And so she went forward and gave all the money she had uh, in Calcutta and bought a small one-room shack with a dirt floor and said, okay, Lord, you got it all. You got my seven loaves and my few fish. You got it all. And it looks like a one-room shack with a dirt floor. And then she went out and uh, always said that the hardest one, the hardest thing to do was pick up that first person and take them back and minister to them. Well, what did God do with those few loaves and fish that, that mother gave to, to him? Well, turned that into over 100 schools uh, for children and over 150 um, places of ministry to those who are infirmed. That's multiplying, brothers and sisters. God can take a one-room shack and make it that based on the faithfulness, starting with Mother Teresa, but then her followers. God can do the same thing with you and I. Just taking what little we have. We gotta, we gotta walk out there though. We gotta go on the high wire. And, uh, and we gotta say, Lord, this is yours. It's yours. And again, I'm not asking you to mortgage your house, nor me. And, and, and so I, I, I don't know what God's calling you to. I know that he's calling us through this to, to, to discern what is it that I haven't given that I have to give. And what can God do with that? I, and, and we may not know the answer to that, because I'm sure Mother Teresa didn't know he, God was going to turn that into more than 100 schools and 150 places of ministry. But she knew she had to say yes. She knew she had to take the next step. And I think that's, that's true for us, too, in that discernment. What little thing do we have that we need to give to God or, or can give to God today? Um, and, and I speak to me, my friends, 
just as, I, as you know, I speak to you? What can we give and just take that next step, that next step in trust and say, I, I don't know what that means and I don't know where this leads. I, I have no idea, but I know God can multiply it because God is a God of abundance. The other thing I want to say is this, and I love the first part of this reading. You know, it, it, at the front, if you didn't know it was the feeding of the 5,000, you'd think this was the Sermon on the Mount, that Jesus went up the mountain, sat down, and the crowds came to him. That's exactly how Matthew chapter 5 starts. You know, and that's just how it is. The charismatic nature of Jesus must have been incredible because he just went there and the crowds came. But I love this. Great crowds came to him, having with them the lame, the blind, the deformed, the mute, and many others. Brothers and sisters, I think in this Advent time of preparation, what this reading is inviting us to, it's certainly inviting me to, is to say, okay, do I see myself in the lame, the blind, the deformed, the mute? Because if I don't, how do I, what need do I have of Christ? And, and, and will I place myself before him, inviting him to heal that need? Because otherwise, I have no need of preparation, do I? I can tell you this. Just the other day, um, you know, some things happened, occurred, that just took just whatever energy and whatever, um, I don't know, good motivation I had away, and I just was feeling drained. That day, my friends, I was lame. I was lame for the rest of the day. Uh, probably mute. I don't think I was blind, but I was lame and, and mute and deformed, I'll say. And I needed the healing presence of Christ to get me going again. My point being, I don't think my experience is that unique to me or any different than, than what's going on with you. We have things that, that hit us that we don't see coming, uh, that knock us down, and we, we are just lame. And, and we are blind, blinded, uh, maybe blindsided, or we don't, we, we, can't, we can't get our foundation anymore. We're not grounded. We have nothing to say because, because our world is shaken up or whatever is going on. And it may be for 12 hours. It may be for 12 months. But brothers and sisters, I, I think what this invites us to is to say, hey, do we recognize we are the lame, the deformed, the mute, the blind? All we got to do is come to our Savior. All we got to do is, is come to him. He sits, he waits for us, and he heals us. And not only that, he looks at us and has pity on us, and he feeds us for the rest of that journey. His heart was moved with pity for them because he knows we've been with him and we have nothing to eat. He knows what we need in order to maintain and move ahead on our journey in our state that we have. Maybe we're not as mute as we used to be having met him or, or as deformed or as lame. I don't think one meets Christ and, and walks away, or, or walks away, it's a poor choice of words, or leaves uh, in the same way. I think we leave less deformed and less lame and less blind. But we still need that bread for the journey. And, and that means Eucharist, but it means more. It just means our God has pity and he gives us what we need and he knows what you need and he knows what I need today. You know, it's that idea in the Lord's Prayer, give us this day our daily bread, give us today that which we need. And we need to trust 
that he has a heart moved with pity that desires that because he does. Brothers and sisters, we are preparing for the coming. This is our season of preparation. We need to be fearless in looking in and saying, yes, I am deformed in this way. I am lame here. I am blind and mute here. Lord, they're yours. And know that his heart will be moved with pity for us and he will feed us and he will multiply it. We just have to keep walking and trusting. Let's pray. I invite you, of course, to bring your intentions before our wonderful God and place them in the arms of our Blessed Mother who will take them to our God. And so we begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The third luminous mystery, the proclamation of the kingdom. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. My friends, have a great what's left of your Wednesday day. And uh, blessings to you. Thanks for uh, breaking open God's Word with me today. And I look forward to us sharing and breaking that open together again tomorrow. God's peace.